0: And welcome to the Dad and Sons Podcast, episode 1943. That's what it feels like, anyway. As always, I have my beautiful co hosts who I just love. Oh. Mr. Matt Visual and George Carl Sagan Weedman.
1: You say you love us, but where's the cam? Where's the
0: cam? So yeah, I know. I as I mentioned last week, I got a new PC, so I don't have an integrated camera anymore, like I had with the okay. laptop. You couldn't go by the store. I have I have a webcam somewhere in in the, my boxes that I've moved. I just haven't had a chance to unpack them. Soon, Matt, I will be able to see your Makes beautiful cases. face, and you will be able to see. <laughs> my gross pasty white face yeah
2: exactly the problem is that without a webcam
0: on I have to
2: imagine the most unflattering situation possible going on in your room right now Mm -hmm. there's no there's nothing to you know tell me the truth like you could be definitely
0: not naked or
2: am or or being eaten alive by a hippopotamus or sinking in quicksand there's all sorts of stuff that could be happening and we just don't know we worry about you the reality
0: is I'm in complete and utter darkness and i'm covered in about four blankets because it's absolutely fucking freezing in japan right now.
2: What? It's freezing in japan on february 26, 2020.
0: 27th and yes. Um i'm oh, from yeah, the future. Of
2: time zones you are you are. I'm future cold. 45 degrees. Wow. It's cold. see. It's cold. Let's man. see what what we got in atlanta right now because the weather has been genuinely scary yeah it's 51 degrees right now like january had it going back and forth between the upper 30s and the upper 40s and we had a day of snow that was cool i guess but the other days were just creepily hot like i don't know if uh If you've lived in Japan long enough to be able to compare it over the years, but it absolutely gets hotter every year. Like, there's no denying it at this point in Uh, Georgia.
0: It's weird, because I would say yes, and I don't know whether it's me getting used to it. But last summer was no way near as bad as, like, the summer before that, which was almost, like, unbearable to the point of, I think I'm going to move back to the U.K., like, two thousand nine, no, 2018 summer was just the most mm. disgusting I've ever felt in my entire life.
2: And that's going to be the Olympics, too. Yeah,
0: well, I mean, you think that, you, you, you think that, but then well, the coronavirus is going to kill everybody before we even oh get God. to the Olympics. Oh, George has the
1: coronavirus. oh we talk about a virus? What's wrong um, with you?
2: I don't... I I was sipping on some water and a little glob got gooped up. That's all. I, uh...
0: George has coronavirus.
2: I don't have coronavirus. I... I wish I I, had a corona. I wonder if the coronavirus is still going to be happening when we are in Japan.
0: Yes, it will be. And...
2: If uh, the Summer Olympics will also be happening while we are in Japan, and if we will get coronavirus from our, our plans later this year to go see Nintendo Land.
0: So ha- how, let me ask: like, how is it with how is it going in the states? What is the uh, what's the
2: word? Quarantine
0: procedure. No, no, no. What is the, uh, uh, the
2: response? The
0: yeah, like the response. What do they call it? The like uh, narrative. Oh, the narrative. What is the narrative? Narrative. Of the coronavirus in because obviously I live in Asia, which you know is like a hotbed of coronavirus issues. So yeah. so are you talking
2: about like media alarmism or like like subtle racism going on the, the, the misinformation
0: thing? Yeah yeah yeah. What, like a people freaking out is it, are, are all masks sold out everywhere because they are in Japan. I have seen
2: one mask in the wild. You know, you don't usually see that in the States, but I feel like only one is not enough to really alarm me.
0: Well, all masks are sold out in Japan. I have not been able to buy any masks for a week. They aren't normally? Uh, no. Usually, they're pretty well stocked, because people don't wear them all. I mean, Japan, obviously, I mean, Asia, is obsessed with wearing masks to prevent spread of influenza, but... Usually it's very readily available, but it's completely sold out everywhere in Japan.
2: It's so weird because I got used to seeing people wear them over there. But at first sight, it seems a little... Like, they look a little scary, right? Like, that's what doctors wear when they cut you open. So I wonder how how in, in a lot of Asian countries it became... At like a base level, a perfectly normal thing to wear on a crowded subway with everything else. And on a secondary level, an actually kind of cute fashion thing that doesn't look scary anymore. Uh,
0: They're just kind of synonymous with winter and the culture anyway. Masks in Japan, women use them to hide their face if they don't wear makeup and stuff like that. That's quite common in Japan. But I'm talking more about like now there is a pandemic (laughs) happening. There is no masks to buy anywhere and everybody's wearing one. Do you usually wear the mask? or? Uh, no, I hate wearing masks. I'm not used to it. It makes your face itchy. It steams up your glasses. They <laughs> suck. But I want one because there is like a fucking viral infection going around that's killing people. Maybe you could just take a paper towel and some rubber bands and accomplish the same thing. I mean, it's probably about as useful. <laughs> You'll blend right in. I'll blend the right in, of course. <laughs> Uh, so i'm guessing in america um, you guys are still pretty relaxed i would
2: hope so i mean i don't watch cable tv news right in the discord i think there was a couple
0: you don't watch the wonderful fox and friends the, the most informative show out. in the world oh my
2: God. matt do you
0: like do you even have cable tv guys
1: no nah, i don't oh. even watch tv i haven't watched tv in years man i, Anything I don't need watch the either just kind of just go on the internet
0: There's a lot of signs around, though, that are talking about the coronavirus here in Japan. There's a lot of public signs. Wash your hands. Wear a mask. Use soap. Use antibacterial gel. Blah, 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 blah. It's quite alarming Mm -hmm. over here.
2: Um, But there were a couple conversations I had in the Discord where I think I was trying to calm people down. (laughs) But I haven't heard that from other sources I don't know it's kind of evidence of, of what bubbles we live in now in the 2010s like all the news I read is whatever gets upvoted either to reddit or shows up at the top of my twitter timeline and all the people I talk to are either like <laughs> my two friends and my parents so I don't know what normal people are are doing out there like I I I, I, I don't have a strand with them <laughs> I I would like to believe people are fairly um, calm and realistic about the thing, but... uh, Um, I
0: think you'd be surprised.
2: Yeah, yeah. They got a lot of cancellations this week that we're going to be covering in the news, which seems like... I I, I don't see it as the end of the world. I see it as the company's doing the right thing in the event of something that... It should more or less be expected to happen every, every five to ten years. Like, uh, five to ten years ago, there was um, panics over bird flu and swine flu. And remember mad cow disease back in the 90s? Well, I lived in the
0: UK. Mad cow's disease was a real thing. It was like, ooh. And uh, foot, foot and mouth, very similar. <laughs> foot and mouth was like a sheep uh, issue. That was quite a uh, uh, well-talked-about one. It's
1: funny. Well, Any disease that we heard of when we were young, like we would just make fun of in school. Mau, you have mouth cow
0: disease. <laughs> Ebola.
1: It's so weird to hear them now.
2: I wonder what the kids uh, are saying now. You I, got a
0: corona, you got a corona, corona or lime.
2: <laughs> when when I learned about cystic fibrosis in school, oh I God. wrote down CF all over my genes and said, I have CF genes.
0: Why wow, am I friends were... with you? <laughs> <laughs> I was like
2: 13, okay, I didn't know better. Anyways, um, hello and
0: welcome. Thing. 13, I thought you were going to say like 8. You, you were like middle oh, school, yeah. for the team. and you have
2: to keep keep digging the dagger in. <laughs> Hello, and welcome to the Dad, Dad and Sons, Sons
0: podcast. podcast.
2: <laughs> I wonder if that's what my voice sounded like at the
0: time. much <laughs> <laughs> no, has truly changed, has it, George? I bet you still own those jeans.
2: Actually, I wish I did because I <laughs> feel very bad about how I do have. Only one pair of jeans that got ripped a couple weeks ago.
0: Buy more than one pair of trousers, everybody. But, but Okay, okay.
2: I, I do have more than one trousers. <laughs> but jeans, you know, the denim material? Like, like, I have plenty of khaki trousers and working trousers. But not necessarily a blue jeans. So video Hello games. Hello and welcome. <laughs> video games. I actually got some.
0: Yeah, time. It, it seems like you've actually done what we're supposed to do. hmm. Uh-huh. Play video I games. Have, I have topics. Um, all right. Not that you've played uh, anything like brand spanking new.
2: No, because I'm a patient gamer. I I save money, I wait for patches and sales, and that is why this week I picked up Civ Six Rising Storm for twenty bucks.
0: Can you put that in your Twitter bio? The patient gamer. (laughs) (laughs) There's a whole
2: subreddit for it, (laughs) slash our patient gamers. It's great. (laughs) See you. Yeah, yeah. we've, We've had our talk about how how I genuinely do think it's it's a better strategy to wait a while after a game comes out for all the bugs to get polished up. Um, in this case, I'm back to playing Civ. Last time I played Civ was when Rising Storm first launched, and they put out a big quality of life patch that gave your city's production cues. You can um, put their, their projects in a, in a line and just sit back and wait. You can leave map markers that I think is an incredible feature that totally changes the game. I'm putting reminders now all over the map of what I want to do on which turn. Like I'm thinking stuff out 20, 30 turns ahead of time and, and crunching numbers. It's, it's, it's great. It's good. But um, that was a patch they put out whew, uh, a few months ago. And now I'm playing a expansion pack that was associated with that quality of life patch. And it feels like less of a jump <laughs> than, uh, than what it felt like when the first expansion pack had that quality of life um patch added on top of it. Uh Civ6, I think, is balanced and fine and fun now. This expansion adds a bunch of uh features themed after environmental catastrophes. You are supposed to manage rivers, uh not build near volcanoes, um, manage the floods of rivers. Uh sometimes there'll be storms and hurricanes, and the idea is that the more you get into the modern area, the worse all those problems become, unless you uh <laughs> You you build yourself up as some, some hippy-dippy environmentalist society, which I was looking forward to digging into. I played three games from the ancient to medieval eras, and I'm wondering if I didn't get to see the meat of it because I'd never made it to one of the modern eras. But I was a little... underwhelmed by a few things, like how much it feels kind of like a... A mod, in some respects, more than an official released, uh, uh, released for forty bucks, going on sale for twenty bucks expansion pack. One, one, one of the features being the flavor text. The flavor text is written in a style that gives you accurate weather data. Um, way early on in the game, in the ancient era, when your people should not know that
0: stuff. <laughs> <laughs>
2: uh the flooding of the rivers too is also a little more random than i was predicting it seems like once every every few turns a river on the map will flood not regularly though and what i was kind of looking forward to was the idea of playing like a being the queen of the nile and 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 having farms get built up and torn down with a regular prediction of, of a cycle and then building infrastructure that would prevent the floods later. And there is a little bit of that there, but there isn't like a sense of regularity and control over these events. They, they are, they feel like the result of dice rolls rather than the result of me tearing away at the environment. But maybe that's just because I didn't get too far deep into it. The problem, though, is that I've played so much Civ Six over the past two years that around the time I was um, 30 hours into this one, because I restarted three times because I I kept wanting a better start spot. (laughs) Civ is freaking addicting like that. But I've played so much. much... (laughs) I've played so much of it that a point of diminishing returns did hit me earlier this year when when I finally had my fill and I noticed that I had my fill again and, oh, very shortly into these three games and I uh I'll stick with it but I I wonder if this is going to be the last time I'm really going to get sucked into a good good clean week of Civ 6 it's nice getting sucked in again but I don't know if there's going to be much more after I explore this content. I'll I'll have I have like 200 something hours in that game on the Steam counter.
0: I've never played Civ 6. And it's funny because I was talking to somebody I work with today who worked on Civ 5 and I was talking about Gods and Kings and the expansion expansions for Civ 5 and how much I really enjoyed Brave New World and Gods and Kings oh, yeah. and I really love those expansions. Yeah.
2: God, I've Brave Never New World has so cool Civ Six. So Civ Six is basically like Civ Five, but with little elements of all those expansion packs added into the base one, so that they can again build up after two more expansion packs to another, another.
0: So uh, it's not worth having without the expansion packs.
2: I would say you'd want at least one of the two, yeah, uh, yeah. But that's also kind of the situation with Civ Five. I don't particularly I feel too. care
0: about building rivers, though.
2: It, the... the 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 rise and fall expansion is is uh, like loyalty themed. You you have to manage the the loyalty of cities in new um on new captures that you make, and it can create rebellions that'll grow into new sieves over time if you don't do it right. It's it's neat. It's cool, and it feels a little more natural and believable than um the weather and environmental catastrophes being dice rolls.
0: If that's actually how rise and storm works. Speaking of catastrophes and stuff similar to Civ Five, uh, Civ Six. I've been wanting to break in my new PC for the past week, and I've not really settled on anything or tried anything yet. But one of the games I looked at was Frostpunk. Have either of you played Frostpunk?
2: I have oh, not, played, not it, played it, but I have learned that it has always looked cool as hell.
0: I was yeah, I was I very get close to purchasing Frostpunk, and I, I really I kind of want to give it a go. If anybody has played it, let me know. Give me a review. Because I'm
2: intrigued. Uh, Also, 4x turn-based strategy. But I like the idea of like like
0: the way the mechanics work in that game. About really what you build and what you do has like incredibly complex impacts almost immediately. It's not like Civ where you wait 500 years and then (laughs) the foot soldiers that you sent to fight Genghis Khan was a mistake 500 years ago.
2: Yeah, I like the uh, kind of off-grid radial style look. Yeah, also that like everything's styled.
0: The spinning spinning nature of it, like the circular nature, uh, intrigues me. Yeah, I think I. Yeah, maybe I'll give it a go.
2: Um, yeah, yeah. Turn-based games still got me hooked. Um, But. Speaking of which, I I and Matt played the demo for the new Pokemon Mystery
0: Dungeon. Oh
1: my god, how am I gonna stay quiet during this?
0: Did I'm both gonna, of you I'm play try this? My best to not wake I up my limit. Matt, you let's, played let's talk, this. Let's,
1: let's 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 talk about this. Okay, so right. I saw the trailer and I was like, you know what, this this looks alright. This might be something I can get on my Switch. So I downloaded the demo. And before
2: I say anything, I wanna know, George. You played what ten minutes of it last night? Not time? a very long time. Like 20 to 2230. Like I I had so to get to bed. Dungeon. Um I think I, I I didn't get out of the first dungeon. It almost felt like a tutorial area, but but I did at least get to see some of the jankiness you were talking about. did you try <sighs> a dash? Yes. Yes. Did it and... look like you
1: were playing a ROM game that was sped? Uh-huh.
2: uh-huh.
1: It looked like they
2: didn't finish the dash button (laughs) before they they put the demo out.
1: Liam, Liam, this game, when you have a second and play it and tell me, tell me that I'm just being wrong. And I don't understand development. (laughs) It is trash. I I think the first dungeon was like this. Oh, it's, it's, you know, it's just a tutorial. The second dungeon is the same thing. They allow you to play two, like beginning I, I, dungeons and demo. I
2: never even got hit, and and that's why I thought it was a tutorial level. But if the second one is just as easy, then you can let the game play itself. It I has mean, it a, is
0: it a, is a kids game, right? I, so are we talking oh, that it's on. is it, <laughs> then it's just broken? Or now it's...
2: now the poke the Pokemon Mystery Dungeon franchise? I'll have you know has been around for for, for two thousand five. Yeah, this the is the kids a remake. who
0: grew up. This is a remake. I I think I've seen the announcement. But this was like, even though Pokemon is for kids, this is like the next step, right? This was like even more for kids.
2: No? It might be, because it does have a hold the l trigger down button to let the game play itself
0: so it's not that it's just broken it just is shit well the dash
2: button does cause like some really nasty collision detection issues and your character moves in like six directions that don't track to the analog stick well it does not feel good in your hands it it doesn't and you just run into the wall and you you
1: there's no animation for it you just kind of run into the wall it's like you're playing. Imagine playing Pokemon, and you you speed up the ROM. That's how it feels like. And you run into the wall, and you
2: speed yeah. up the ROM
1: again to go to like the next wall.
2: You you press the dash button, and it fast forwards you into whatever wall is like drawn from a line to where your character is pointing. Easy, there's even an auto
1: mode to get through the dungeon faster. Like the art. Right, let, let's let's just describe the gameplay. You go inside of a dungeon to save a Pokemon, right? You're a rescue team. You're supposed to be some human that turns into a Pokemon. And it starts off pretty cool. You choose a couple questions. You get picked to, (laughs) you know, whatever Pokemon you're going to be. If you get changed into a Pokemon, you get to choose your partner. It's cute at first. The personality
2: quiz said I was quirky. Quirky? It chose me as a Chikorita? Is that what do you... I forget. the, the like grass Pokemon. I, I was Meowth. You were a Meowth. Mm, yeah, they said I was quirky but overbearing, and they decided <laughs> I should be Meowth. Uh, they said I was docile. <laughs> <laughs> this is scary. So
1: that was docile. That I was, like, too nice or something.
2: They, they know that you're the quiet one on the <laughs> podcast. <laughs> I'm only.
1: All right, what? What? <laughs> Next time, my roommate's not gonna be here, and I'm gonna be loud as hell. All right, so, anyways, we um, after that, you, you have to save some Caterpie, and you just go, walk around in this empty dungeon. You see like little enemies here and mm. there, every room looks one the same button to attack them. And there is a button that you can choose to do four different abilities that you have PP for as well. Um, So depending on, like, the type of Pokemon and what they're weak to, you can change to that. But the controls are just kind of wonky, too. Like, the range of certain abilities and whatnot. But it doesn't feel like you really need to pay attention to any of that anyway. Because you could just one button mash them. And this is only the first two dungeons. But it doesn't feel good. It like there's turns, but why? You can just smash a you can just smash A. And then if you need to use another ability, you just hold a button and use it. Like your other partner shoots it like it just it seems like a mod. Like just play the game and see what I'm talking about. Guys, in the audience, please. And tell me that it gets better, please, because there's no Available. This game
2: is sixty dollars with it just being
0: Whoa, it. really?
2: Uh, Available March sixth, I guess we will find out. Just being that. Literally you walk around, mm. you pick up stuff,
1: and you kill Pokemon.
2: <laughs> it's so violent.
1: And then you get to and you just keep going down kill the kill them. Like, this is not a good demo of the show, man.
2: Kill them dead.
1: Yeah, and, and you just... The, the, the yeah,
2: well, it's still better than nothing, because now we know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, yeah. I'm not going to waste my money on it.
1: <laughs> i got I to look up some reviews. For some reason, there's some reviews on it already. I don't know how, but...
2: Yeah, I'm wondering if we're going to find out on March 6th, like, <laughs> Pokemon Mystery Dungeon ex turns out to be the best in the series and we just don't know how to judge these games Uh, oh have you played these before they're they're usually rated pretty good
1: yeah i i haven't it's my first time and it was i like the art style this time around so i was like okay i'll play these uh I'll, i'll give it a chance but um yeah i was just very disappointed i was very disappointed um I'm looking, like, the last one was, uh,
2: Explorers of the Sky? Something like that. I have not been following this franchise. I'm I'm guessing I might have been out of the age demographic this whole time. Maybe it was always like this. I'm looking at it, it... Ooh,
1: yes. The dash is exactly the same in, uh, Explorers of the Sky.
2: I thought that this was a fairly, like, well-reviewed, um, series with some... Some panache behind it, but on Metacritic, I'm not seeing a score above 70. They're all you know. either mid 50s to late 60s. But maybe it's because it's Pokemon. Like I've met people who really like these these games. Maybe mm. you get to play as Pokemon. I mean, maybe this, it's
0: kind of like the... mind numbing. You know, sort of just jump in, have a little bit of fun, ignore the garbage controls, just you know, kill some Pokemon, be in that world. He-
1: the world is is nice, you walk around as a pokemon. I thought I was gonna enjoy it. I really did, but i'm I was yeah, I was uh I'll wait for the reviews and see if I've been missing something, if it's just the demo after the second dungeon, I turned it off. I was like, no, this can't be it well uh, <laughs> but that's it that's that's that's
2: I played that <laughs> and league of legends uh. <clears throat> I wonder if the Game Boy Advance games have this feeling to them. Like maybe if you have a D-pad instead of an analog stick, it feels a lot better. I mean, yeah, yeah. Anyways, um, video games. Uh, I, I I got another. Right. That's cool. Yeah, yeah. I've I've been very very lightly um, going through more. Baba is you, and I don't know if you guys remember, but. I don't usually like puzzle games that much. Like, like I was one of the only weirdos who didn't like The Witness, right?
0: Uh, no, I didn't like The Witness either.
2: Ah, yeah, one of us. There are tens of us. <laughs> 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 the the feeling of, of having your pacing and your progress just grind to a halt because of something you're not smart enough to get past feels so defeating for me. I do not like that feeling at all. And I have a feeling that if I played Baba is You on any platform other than the Switch, I wouldn't like it at all. But the portability um, kind of sort of encourages smaller play sessions where I can just solve one puzzle and feel good about myself and then put it away before getting the, the the brick wall when I make it to the next one and don't feel good anymore about how how stupid I suddenly became at the next one. Uh, every, every morning these days, I've been like rolling over in bed, grabbing the switch, and, and like hammering out one or two puzzles and then putting it back. And it's uh, it's it's so good for short play sessions like that. And it's such a fun lateral thinking delight. It's uh, a combination of, of logical block puzzle move moves and also getting real creative and weird with with game terminology you uh, you fiddle with on the way through. Liam, you've played it, right?
0: No, I've given it a bit of a go. Yeah. As
2: a game designer, I bet you thought thought the mechanics it's, were cool. It's upsetting.
0: Upsetting.
2: <laughs> yeah. You you push verbs around to change the rules of the puzzle that you're playing, and you push those verbs around like a like a block. They take up a tile on the screen. And so Baba is you is referring to the first rule that you play as, which is you're moving around a little scribbly lamb type sheep character. Yeah. But uh, other other times you'll you'll slide around blocks that form statements like uh, wall is stop and flag is win. So you push those blocks around to make let's say Baba is win, and and suddenly you just won. Like the solutions are very clever and creative and have. Uh, sense of humor to them that makes it feel like they're never going to be as hard as the as the puzzles look like at first but as i've gotten into it they've gotten more clever and difficult and cute like there was a a valentine's day themed one where the verbs i was pushing and pulling around were uh roses are red violets are blue wall is stop baba is you (laughs) It's cute. I like it. I actually do recommend it. It's a cheap little fun lightweight puzzle game built on a platform and in a format that has you going through it at a at a pace that I find so much more enjoyable than if I sat down and played this puzzle game like taking up a whole screen. If it was if I had to uh commit time to baba is you and try to immerse myself in the audio visual experience of baba is you it would be totally different but as like a desktop game or something that you can pull out of your pocket and hammer out it is wonderful
1: Hmm. (sighs) i played a little bit a long time ago yeah i i I quite like it i i I feel like i would get stuck eventually (laughs) yeah
2: (laughs) yeah you will and and there's you know not much like going on visually. It's a very, very simple, basic, lightweight game, which is why I would want to like, uh, kind of encourage that people use it as a, as a pocket game or a desktop game, something, something that you keep in a little window uh, away, away from the rest of your work. Don't, don't sit down after a hard day of work, grab a beer, put your feet up, and play <laughs> Baba Is You. Play Baba Is You when, when you're about to fall asleep at work and need to wake yourself up. Play it on the treadmill. It's a perfect treadmill game. Love love my treadmill gaming.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: oh no! I don't know how you do it.
0: Have you got fit it. yet? Is your brain no. mentally stimulated and also your body?
2: Uh, yes, but not enough to make me uh look as good as I sure I'm sure I will by the summer when I when when hopefully we're we're partying at Nintendo Land Osaka. Oh well, yeah. You harder now. You do. You uh, you 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 got, you, you got your bald head. You got you got a little big big beard. A little little less neck. You look good. You look good. <laughs> In the meanwhile, I'm just gonna picture Liam like having a layer of slime on top of him. Why? Yum-y. Yum-y. Why? Because you don't have your camera on. That's true. I don't. So I just have to assume the worst.
0: All the so
1: this luxurious apartment. Luxurious apartment with um, not the kitchen in the same room as where you sleep, right?
0: Not anymore.
2: Not anymore.
0: Not anymore. Yay. Got separate rooms, man. I got literal doors. Like a king.
2: Do they slide or uh, turn?
0: Uh, two turn. One Interesting. big. And, and one big empty space that is dissected between the living area and the master bedroom is three sliding doors. I
2: I like the sliding doors. Takes up less space.
0: I don't know how you come to that conclusion. When they're flat against the wall, they're exactly the same.
2: Well the the turning doors will take up more space when you open and
0: close them. But the also sliding not... doors has to have to go all the way across the wall.
2: What what do you know about the maintenance of these things? Like for some reason I want to say that sliding doors might be easier to repair and replace cuz you don't have to drill hinges
0: into the wall. I mean, I'm not allowed to drill anything into walls here, so I wouldn't I wouldn't even know. Wait, what? I live in oh, a, yeah, a rented rent. apartment, yeah. So yeah. ain't no drilling of holes in walls, no pictures of George up on the wall.
2: No, you can you can use uh the gorilla glue tape for, for that.
0: Or uh what is it? What is it? Uh flex-ting? flex tape. Flex tape? Flex tape? Flex <laughs> tape. I could use some of that. Flex it. Oh my god. <laughs> hole in the hole in the pipe, flex it.
2: <laughs> S- slap that on and and you have photo you. George with the a big black square over his eyes, anyways. Uh, yeah, we got more video games. We we we, we fell off the tangent. Um, um,
1: I, I don't know. That, that's pretty much it for me. All, all just, it is is I haven't had a chance to finish up anything or start anything new. It's I've not been as much out there right
0: now, yeah. That's the thing is like, I've mainly it, it echoes from what I was talking about last week. Mainly, I've been just looking for a game to play, yeah, and I feel like I've Plateaued. We haven't... We're building up to what is going to be like a severely busy time between Doom and Animal Crossing and then Final Fantasy VII and all that kind of stuff. It feels like we're in a bit of a limbo. Like, I know about every game that's co- has come out, and there are some that I haven't played, but I, because I know so much about them, they don't feel fresh. And I've been looking... For games I might have missed, I even put in the Discord asking for suggestions based on stuff that people have been playing that maybe isn't in the mainstream foray that I could check out. Like, Frostpunk was one of them. That's what I've been thinking about. But mainly I've just been looking for something to play and nothing has come up yet.
2: Gotta be a patient gamer. That's not broken, right? Play something um, from a couple years ago. I,
0: I want to do that, but I that's why I've been looking at stuff like Frostpunk, but it's nothing has quite gripped me by the balls.
2: Ugh.
1: See, the the two that I recently found that I put on the list is been um Rimworld. Supposedly that's pretty interesting. Yeah,
0: Steam was advertising that to me today. I was like, hmm I don't like the advertising art, like the cartoony advertising art. I was showing yeah, it off. I was
1: pretty trash. Right. Yeah. It yeah. looks
0: like a Farmville game <laughs> like style yeah. art. I was like, Hmm. Hmm.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: If any, if anybody has suggestions, please tide me over until animal crossing and doom and send some suggestions my way.
1: The talus principle. I still haven't played that.
0: That's the uh 3D puzzle mm-hmm. thing, isn't it?
1: If you want puzzle stuff.
0: Yeah. Oh you know, know.
1: You know. go ahead.
0: I, I, I. yeah, puzzle things
2: from <laughs> there. Puzzle games <laughs> if 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 you're looking for puzzle games, then I just anyways, I, I yeah, Baba Baba's scratch in that itch that I didn't even know I had because I don't usually like puzzle games. Yeah. Baba is you. Roses are red, violets are blue. Wall is top. Baba is you.
1: You know, I have all these indie games that haven't come out yet that look amazing. By the time they come out, I'm going to already have moved on and forgotten about them. Such as? Sucks. Like, uh, The Last Night. That shit looks amazing.
0: Oh, right. Okay, yeah.
1: It's been, But it's, I mean, I knew about this like a year
0: ago or so?
1: Maybe more? there's another is I try to follow them on Twitter you know but I just know that it's gonna get buried and they're gonna have to spam their Twitter in order for me to see it (laughs) (laughs) why can't people make
2: games (laughs) fast I have no relation to that feeling like I I have too much to play and I I still want to finish up some of the campaigns I've been doing for the past month. Disco Elysium, I still have not seen the credits on that game. Uh, and like Half Life, Alex is coming out in in March. RE3 is gonna be happening in April. It's it's gonna be busy, but I have not felt like I've needed something to play in years.
1: Man, it's cause you you slow, man. You play slow. Yeah, man. it's great.
2: It's great. It's great. I don't know, man. Everything's everything's cheap, it runs real well. You you have a, a fully complete wiki to explore on your way through. Yeah. You Still no ahead. release date for Total War Troy though, but
0: I've looked at so many games and even the Total War stuff and
2: <sighs> it's always Sekiro.
0: Now you now you speaking my language.
2: Nayo 2 is coming out. <laughs>
0: how did you pronounce that George that was the most interesting way I've ever heard you pronounce Nayo
2: Nayo Nayo Nayo. Yeah. Is it Neo? Nio. Well, if it was Neo it would be spelled N E O wouldn't it? So no, there you go. It's not it, t- screw screw you. I I I'm just reading it like how it's spoken. No, it should be spelled M- it better.
0: If it is N E O that would be that would, in Japanese would be Nao. Ne- Neo. So if you want to spell a romanized
2: version of of Neo, what would you If if you if um NEO is Neo and NIOH Ni- is neo. neo, what would Neo be? Like like the the Matrix man.
0: He would be Neo like N I O. N I Neo.
2: It's a very very subtle difference that that makes makes a big Big change in the word, I bet.
0: Mostly Katakana-based stuff is all fucking made up anyway, so it doesn't really matter.
2: Ni and ne.
0: Well, that's their language sounds, so they don't change. Just the way you spell things changes.
2: Yeah, well, it's all a social construction. Tomato, tomato. And
1: and Liam, Octopath Traveler. (gasps) On
0: there. (sighs) JRPGs. Dangerous territory for spending money that I will never ever recuperate more than 5 hours of
1: and it's
0: $60. <laughs> oh my god, no chance.
1: $60.
0: My quest <sighs> just continues on. Yeah. Maybe Is next it... week. <laughs>
1: If I find something interesting, I'll send it your way. Send it my way. I've played a lot. I might
0: just commit to Frostpunk and give Frostpunk a real good go. I like the look of it, it's not that expensive. I'll give it a go. I'll give it a go. What is unique for me this year is I've
2: not been hyped for stuff in a really long time. And I've, while well, well, you guys have been talking, I've been scrolling up and down the Total Roy Troy page on Steam and just salivating, like, between, I, I'm looking forward to that and Half-Life Alex. And you know, like, I've made videos about how looking forward to stuff can be really bad. It's It's been a, a long time since I've...
0: So you and me have role reversed.
2: Are are you, like, the cynical patient gamer? Yeah, now? you're the hype and man. I'm about to spend a thousand dollars on a VR Half-Life sequel.
0: <laughs> oh,
2: I'm coming over. And and a Total War game that might be as janky as all the others. But still, like, I'm going to have the time of my life making whatever video I
0: make out of the Total
2: War Troy game. <laughs> West of Logan. Oh, look, oh, that's, I, I that's, think a, that's a funny, yeah. you know,
0: funny, clever... Interesting. They got away with that art style. Very intriguing. <laughs> yeah.
1: Isn't that interesting? So, so did uh, that other game I just mentioned. Whatever it's called, RimWorld.
0: Rim well, that got, that that artwork isn't even like interesting. That's just generic. Yeah. Right. It looks. I forgot what it looks like.
1: It is another series that looks like that. You know what I want to play? Last tangent is a uh, uh, Mega Man Battle Network. I miss those games.
0: Didn't uh, the Mega Man Zero games come out today for Switch. Yeah, like, is what is it? Though. XL, whatever they're called, the package. So they had the Mega Man Legends, no, the Mega Man Legacy collection, whatever it was. Now they've made the Mega Man Zero stuff. Mm-hmm. That could be good. Maybe I could do that. But then I'm not really expanding my palette. I'm just playing the same old games I always like Battle Network, though. Battle Network's great. You can play that on Wii U, though, if you have a Wii U. <laughs> So
2: speaking of old properties from the 90s that have zigzagged in quality over the past two Mm -hmm. decades, we we also now have time for a discussion on Sonic the Hedgehog, which uh, you saw last week and I saw this week. And Liam (laughs) didn't want to watch the the, bootleg version <laughs> the, the shaky on. cam bootleg one so he's he's either waiting for a better rip or gonna see it in late freaking march when it finally comes out in japan until then though matt and i are gonna do i don't know if i want to call it a spoiler talk because what even is there to spoil it's a inc- very very predictive story there's no twist there's no surprises it's just all about the hijinks along the way yeah there's um it's basic there's 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 nothing to spoil here in the Sonic the Hedgehog movie. You can't even talk, call us a spoiler chat. It's just a chat. I mean it, there is spoilers. Okay, like uh, well, what I guess what happens. Do we have to warn the listeners?
1: Yes, like about spo- if you oh, want everything oh to be god. fresh, you may Oh my skip. god. But I liked it.
2: Okay. Okay. I I liked it. Yeah. Um, that's, that's the same reaction you had to the George socks. I, I, I liked them. Yeah. Yeah. Just just very reluctantly. But anyways, yeah, I, I was surprised by how much fun I actually did have. Like it's completely I, I I appreciated a degree of self awareness, mm-hmm. like it knew that it was making a cheesy Hollywood mo- buddy movie out of a weird character from the '90s, and it was. I think the weirdness of it gave so much more appeal. I almost wish, God, I I knew it would have been a disaster, but I almost wish it released with the old design just to to make how weird of a sensation it is watching a Sonic the Hedgehog movie in a in a room full of normie people with a uh, an intro screen that had stuff like Jet Set Radio and In Rhythm Thief and Space Channel 5 on on the screening in in real life in the movie thi- I never thought I'd see w- <laughs> the Sega Fiesta era the Dreamcast days where they were at their weirdest break into real life like that yeah I never thought I'd see that um that scribbly got to go fast crayon version of Sonic in a movie before, which which I can't believe that they they included a reference of that. No one else in the theater got it, by the way. I initially reacted as soon as I saw that I, I snap reacted, just said no. And no one else, no one else said anything. I mean, I, I, I like whispered it, you know, I, I'm not I'm not a mean movie person. I'm. Very, you know, self-conscious and and have a zigzagging self-esteem. So I want to apologize ahead of time in case anyone's thinking I might be a rude, cool, rude, rad dude. But no. Yeah, I think there's like
1: probably like maybe one other person in there that probably saw or knew about Sonic.
2: It was it was a lot of parents with kids. Yes. I I didn't see old nerds, but it was also a week after it had launched. So it wasn't the launch week crowd. Yes. Probably the parents who like. They
1: had a Sega, but they didn't really play it that much, you know? They didn't really stay up with the times... With the memes or anything like and, that. And
2: this movie is for them. Maybe it's yeah. like a... Uh, you grew up playing Sonic, so whatever. Take your kids to a Sonic movie. Because yeah. it's completely unconcerned with the lore. It's completely yeah, unconcerned with any continuity. Yeah. It, it doesn't take place in Mobius. It takes place in, in San Francisco in a very strange small town in Montana. I had... Speaking of the weirdness of it, like, I didn't know how sincere it was about how wholesome and wonderful their small town living is. Like, remember at the end when when Sonic's like, I think I found home here. And the friends I made along the way were the friends all along. Yeah. And and the <laughs> the friend I went with just, like, groaned and put her head in, in, in her hands. But I was, like, giggling because it came off as sarcasm to me, but seemed genuine to her yeah yeah i I, what do you think
1: um of the voice
2: actor for sonic i thought it was weird that he was depicting a child type character i guess i mean sonic was basically a child i guess I I think of of like a like a teenager when I think of Sonic. You know, he's too he's got too much attitude. He's he's not naive anymore. Sonic knows the darkness and depravity of the world, and he's 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 really here to um tell us to to rage against that machine. I wonder if the second one he would become more cocky, more of what we know of Sonic. Yeah, right. He's like quirky and happy and way more. Bright-eyed and innocent and childish, yeah. Then, then I would, then I typically remember Sonic. Like you think he'll start throwing away t- tails, like just being <laughs> like
1: our right, tails, like I don't need you anymore. And he like falls into the lava. All <laughs> <laughs> the coins come out. Yeah. Kiss
2: <laughs> yeah. off your your little sister
1: who's who's playing his tails. Yeah, it's funny that they make those those little references, though. So, like when he fell from the building, all the coins exploded everywhere. Mm-hmm. That just gave me a little chuckle. I was just like, they found a way to do it. They found a way to make those little little, little things like that. Yeah. You know, I Um what did um, did
2: you like it? I I actually think I did. I I'm actually going to see it again this weekend with a different friend. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I'd be able to see it a third time. But mm-hmm. one of the things that I think was so fun was how was the weirdness. You you know, you know, I love garbage and I'm in it for the weirdness yeah. and I can laugh and have a good time at bad stuff. And the friend that I was with was just like really. A little more miffed that it didn't make a better attempt at exploring a Sonic the Hedgehog cinematic universe <laughs> like it. it, And I'm just thinking to myself, like, oh, come on. Yeah. That's what you want to avoid. This is Sonic we're talking about. You don't want to you don't want to know the lore. You don't want to remember that scene where Tails is is holding a sniper rifle on on Dr. Robotnik during a parade in the middle of town and 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 he gets the order to pull the trigger Tails. You don't you don't, you don't want Knuckles to be making fuck me eyes with Rouge the Bat. You don't want anything to do with Big the Cat. Trust me, you do not want a Sonic the Hedgehog cinematic universe, which sucks because they are announcing like that there was a sequel hinted at in the Oh yeah, in the, the credits. definitely
1: coming in the second one. For sure. Because the... mm. his, like, the enchiladas were definitely there
2: in the beginning. And the enchiladas, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there, were, there were mean, bad enchiladas. That looked like an, a, diff- a completely different movie.
1: Yeah, right? I was like, a little there's, worried there's... for like, a, a split second. I was like, what's happening here?
2: This is not what I signed up for. <laughs> <laughs> so I like weirdness and I like trash. So I I I enjoyed spotting so many little elements in that movie where it all seemed Frankensteined together. Like there were some writing lines that were like genuinely funny, clever humor. Like remember when when they show up to the stepsisters' house and they have Sonic in a in a blanket and the stepsisters like, oh no, what what the heck in this PG rated movie is that? Or yeah. is, is that a bomb? Is it is it? guns is it emails and i was like emails that's a politics joke for the adults and i that that seemed like one of six writers gluing together this script of incredibly different attitudes and motifs and in targets that they're they're aiming these jokes for and then there's that intro scene that looks like a completely different movie of a completely different art style and uh I also had a hard time trying to understand what Green Hills Zone is really supposed to be. Like they're supposed to be in Montana, but it's not very like flat or remote looking. It it kind of looks like like how I remember Southern California, New Mexico looking, rolling green hills, right? Um, the the stereotypes that they go through are super weird. Like remember the bar fight scene? Yeah. Like what? What what kind of party was that? Who was the clientele? What kind of business was that? I I don't know what they were trying to do there. Like like they didn't look like hardcore bikers inside the bar, but outside the bar they did. And also they 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 didn't like Sonic the Hedgehog's kind around here. Like they just threw that line out there, but it was He's a blue alien hedgehog. Also, Sonic is a is an alien in this continuity. Yeah, like at the beginning of the movie when he teleports away the his his owl mom says we're gonna teleport you to the far end of the universe, which I guess means that that's the same universe. It's very strange. Um, it's very yeah, strange. it was it was a very strange movie. And That whole scene of, there, I guess, was supposed to do the wishlist thing and start that whole wishlist like side. Mm, yeah. Plot. Yeah, because Sonic just wants a friend, Sonic. which also doesn't strike me as Sonic. Like Sonic's, you you know, too, too, too rude and edgy to. to a friend. Yeah, I, I was hoping they did something else other than like a bar. Like that's not a kid
1: environment. You know?
2: which made it even weirder and stranger They're... okay there's a scene where where he's zipping around really fast in slow motion in the bar and for some reason knocks all the bar fights out all the bar fighters just, just get down on the floor and wiggle around and don't get back up one of them though looks at the camera laughs and then looks back Yeah, <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> I did not realize that uh, there's also some some shadow glitches you might be able to spot during the, the oh, transamerica yeah. tower sequence yeah it um, definitely a wasn't lot of too clean, yeah a lot of scenes also of Sonic and and I don't know who's who's the generic white guy lead actor he's all right there were a lot of scenes where they were talking at each other because they didn't want them on the same frame like when they were having a uh a lot of the shots that were taking place in the car looked like something that might have gone through a few redos because there are a ton of, of car scenes where their dialogue is not, does not have the two characters next to one another. Yeah. So yeah, it was weird. It was bizarre. It was strange. James Marsden. Yeah. James Marsden and Sonic the Hedgehog spend a lot of conversations in cars, not, not in the same frame as one another. And I think Sonic's size changes depending on some camera angles. Anyways, yeah, it's weird. It's Frankenstein together. You can tell that the quality is, is shaky and off. And strange. It's like like you're seeing a lot of aliens pretend to be human. So of all the actors they could have relied on to kind of sort of put an arm around this, this bizarre chaos, I'm so happy with how Jim Carrey's Dr. Robotnik turned out
1: really okay, okay yeah good. Really, where, like, really are you not like that it. and i'm like you didn't watch jim carrey you didn't watch he's the not... mask you didn't watch Ace <laughs> he's, he's
2: he's more is... of that than dr robotnik but he nails like what is appealing about jim carrey like like he's <sighs> i don't know i'm not see i am not criticizing this at all in terms of how much it sticks to the lore. In fact, the further away from that we go, the happier Uh, I'm gonna be. uh. So I do not care one iota that Jim Carrey's Robotnik does not talk or look or move like the video game Robotnik, but since we still got a really fun villain character thing regardless. What even is he? Dr. Robotic is a technology contractor for the U.S. military in this continuity. And Sonic is an alien. Yeah, it, it, <laughs> It's so weird. It, it,
1: the thing is, it's, it's a video game that <laughs> is hated by a lot to the point that it's in mean territory. Like, mm-hmm. it doesn't need to be it doesn't need to stick to a lore. It's not Halo. You know, it's it's not if Halo became a movie or, or any of those types of games. I, I say do whatever the hell you want to it,
2: you know. At this point in time, saving Sonic is going to be more about getting sarcastic and weird and artsy than than getting serious. Like that's that's what he has become in the public minds. And this movie actually seemed like pretty effective job at writing the line between both and and it did it by having a a wonderful return to 90s Jim Carrey and a creepy self-awareness of just how generic and kid-friendly and basic everyone in this universe is to the point where they do come off more like aliens than real people and for some reason because the weirdness was consistent it seemed to work for for me at least mm-hmm. yeah dude like there there's
1: moments uh the visual gags um with uh jim and his like henchmen. oh what yeah. the
0: hell was
2: his henchman even like yeah he was just there what kind of like- character is he A- a I, well-trimmed assistant, yeah. a, a well-groomed, like, well-dressed, he, he didn't look like the slob, the, the slobby henchman who gets slapped around it's usually does, weird. like, he looked
1: like the villain. It's weird, and I liked it, and, like, there was a time where he, like, like, freaking punched him in the throat, and then he went, <clears throat> and then he just straightened up his tie and kept moving, <clears throat> like, he's, like, used to it, like, it's just hilarious stuff, man. I think it, it for me. I just had a good time with it. And I th- I think Jim Carrey, and I was actually surprised by James. I'm not gonna lie. I was just su- surprised about the live supporting actors, um, and I think that's why I enjoyed it. Um, as probably like one of my favorite video game movies, I would say, because I enjoyed well, it.
2: Yeah, like I don't know,
1: like like there's there's not that many Pokemon good ones or. this
2: Uh uh-huh yeah which was uh, i I was literally about to ask what was better because sonic did beat detective pikachu's opening weekend in in terms of ticket sales i think i i enjoyed sonic more can't believe that i agree yeah because
1: uh, pokemon has a better nostalgia hit for me because i grew up with pokemon more than i you know like sonic i played sonic i played a lot of sonic like, adventure games and everything. But, like, Pokemon is Pokemon. I mean, all of us have more experience with Pokemon than we do with Sonic. But I feel like the main character for Pokemon was kind of lacking a bit. He was just there. He was all right. There were certain moments in Pokemon that were just didn't make sense. Granted, there's, there's like, a moment or there's a couple of that in Sonic. It's just not as noticeable. It's not as, like oh my god, what is happening type thing. It doesn't try to pull at your heartstrings or anything. You know, Sonic is Sonic. Like, it's basic. And I think that works for
2: it. <laughs> it should be. I it's, mean, it should be. Sonic it's has closing. gotten really weird over the years. Yeah. So. <laughs> like, remember when, uh, when, when he, he romances the princess in Sonic 06? Uh, there's, there's that Sonic human girl kiss scene. Yeah,
1: yeah. It's not supposed to make sense.
2: So I, I, yeah, I did actually enjoy it better than Detective Pikachu, but I do have to clarify and qualify like it's all about the subjectivity of it because, you know, I like garbage, you know, I like gimmicks. I think that just means I like surprises and I was so surprised whatever we were going to get out of this. I, I would have just giggled and, and yeah. wiggled around and, and laughed my ass off yeah. at it anyway. But I was so surprised at how competent it turned out to be that I think I got more of a thrill from my sense of surprise than I did from the movie's quality. Mm. Because I do think Detective Pikachu is a better quality movie, but I had more fun when when giggling my ass off at this mm. dumbass Sonic movie yeah. Than, yeah. Uh, than trying to take a pokemon movie at least a little bit more seriously even though detective pikachu is still like a comedy like action comedy it uh it it felt like a more serious affair i mean there was a murder mystery in detective pikachu you know it's well, well the stakes were were higher i had to uh i had to put my humor aside and and fully fully empathize with the characters on the screen and get into their heads <laughs> whereas with sonic the hedgehog I, I could just point and laugh and yeah. not believe what i'm seeing
1: yeah.
2: like that oh god it all starts from that sega intro card both movies were good though both movies were good as video game movies
1: so to say for video game movies these will never win oscars but, <laughs> or any type of award for that <laughs> but the does... movies they were actually good
2: what does it say about the dire straits of video game movies and video game stories that we are perfectly happy with mediocre <laughs> movies? Because we've had <laughs> like, so much garbage. Yes, uh, so yeah. much garbage, you know. <clears throat>
1: You know, like remember Super Mario World? I mean, that's the the again, Mario so movie Super Mario
2: was, movie was was panned on launch, but I actually think it's okay now well, that time yeah, has healed that movie. wound. Yeah. And I like garbage. <laughs> the original Silent Hill movie is is okay, but I don't was think it that a video game movie though. What? Yeah, it actually followed the the plot and it all. Oh, the cool thing about the Silent Hill movie is that it used all of the music from the games. It didn't have an original score. They just used Akira Yamaoka's game soundtrack. And of all the critics who talked about how mediocre and and boring and okay the music was, the movie critics really did like that that soundtrack. But it was the game soundtrack. (laughs) Anyways, yeah, Silent Hill 1 was an okay movie, but that was like 14 years ago or something. Really, really long. I want to say 2006. And it had a sequel that wasn't great. I mean, there's Mortal Kombat. You ever saw the Mortal Kombat movie? That can be fun. That was a fun watch.
1: Those are fun, right? With a, with a couple drinks in you. I mean, I did have a drink in me when I was watching Sonic. Oh, did you sneak one in?
2: No, no. Oh, over here in California, I actually... like
1: everyone everyone has like mm. a, a a bar inside
2: their movie theater. Oh yeah, yeah. We we went to the cheapo one. I I actually got some uh, some kind of incredibly oh, fruity grape wine cocktail thing that that was at the gas station next to the theater and snuck it in and it probably made sonic better yeah yeah it does i didn't have one during
1: pokemon and i didn't have one during the star wars which is probably why
2: i enjoyed um sonic way more than I, enjoyed star wars. I i had too much during cats and fell asleep <laughs> i enjoyed sonic better than cats i enjoyed sonic better than star wars i enjoyed sonic better than detective pikachu what the hell happened what the hell happened what the hell happened i'm pretty sure if we watch it again we're gonna be like "Eh, it was okay (laughs) i'll find out this weekend it's it's gonna be interesting hearing liam talk about it a month from now he's gonna be like "Eh, it was okay Mm. (laughs) Do you want to count Rampage as a video game movie?
1: I never watched it. I need to watch it.
2: Me neither. And it, it like did okay, but it's I mean, the such an it. open-ended property. I mean, it might as well be a... See that
1: massive meat.
2: Mm. <laughs> also the, the champion of, of wholesome values and... And 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 strong, powerful politeness. The Rock is a cool dude. The Rock is a cool dude. So, any final thoughts before we end? Before Uh, we wrap up. God, I can't believe that we're saying this still. Like, it wasn't even that good, but it's like enough to actually get us this happy. Yeah. So weird. I think that's the point, right?
1: Like, if you spend ten. To fifteen dollars, I don't know. Sometimes seven dollars. If you go to a cheap movie theater, on a ticket, and you're happy by the end of it, especially for Sonic the Hedgehog, I think it's not a bad movie. Because let me tell you, I felt it when I watched Star Wars. I was just like, "Why
2: the hell did I spend this money? <laughs> I could have waited. <laughs> I could have waited." What a what a time. What a weird time to what be a alive. Weird time. What a- I wonder do you think it's ever going to get less weird? No. No, it's going to get more weird, man. So can so you me, think like
1: you, I can't wait for the elections. Ooh.
2: I'm hmm. excited. I just want to <laughs> fall asleep and wake up during the elections. I'm just wondering if in 20 years we're going to think back on how weird the 2010s were or if the 2040s are going to be equally as weird like is Sonic the Hedgehog going to be remembered more than Detective Pikachu because of its weirdness
1: hmm. oh man there's a lot of CGI in St- Detective Pikachu there's a lot of CGI
2: yeah but it's also something that people kind of expected to be an okay movie whereas Sonic the Hedgehog was a surprise I mean mm. was, this was a big news topic to cover for the whole past year ever since they put out that um, naked rat man version of the character <laughs> That was disgusting. (laughs) Do you remember the quote from the producer? The producer said that since it was a live-action Sonic the Hedgehog movie, they needed to make Sonic look like he was really in the real world. And what we ended up getting was a more cartoony Sonic the Hedgehog who doesn't look like he's part of the world. But it's fine because the world itself doesn't look real at all. And the people don't seem real. Sonic... That blends in better than that guy ever said. That producer was just objectively wrong. A lot of Hollywood is wrong,
1: sadly. But guess what? Whoever whoever decided to do the redesign, um won. Won the day, I would say, even though the, you the would animators think. got fired. Yeah, they got
2: sacked. That sucks. That absolutely sucks.
1: When you told me that, I was uh I was very disappointed. That this, that not, not that they got sick They got shut down. Like, the studio shut down, right? That's insane. Before
2: too. Christmas, too. That's insane. I really wonder what the number is for what sort of justification. I wonder how those people sleep at night. God. Oh, they sleep well. They sleep you think well. so? Yeah. If you are listening to this podcast and you've ever had to lay off a, a team of 800 people who made something successful <laughs> that crunched their asses off to reverse your bad decisions, then please send us an email at podcast at gmail.com explaining your thoughts.
1: Back to the podcast. Let's bring Liam back in, because we're totally not recording this after the podcast.
0: <laughs> nope. And on with the news. <laughs> so
2: news is... Uh, Kind of fun this week. There's a lot of light, little positive announcements. He and then says, the coronavirus. <laughs>
0: <laughs> he um, says as he adds the coronavirus
2: into the mix, And the coronavirus. But before we get to the coronavirus, um, they made a one-punch man game. And this it has is, actual one-punch, one-kill rules. So
0: this is not so much news now. because this It's was just a cool trailer. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but there, there is a new trailer.
2: Uh, yeah, where he just, like... Taps people so, mid-sentence. I the the anticipation and the gags are just so clean and cute, and it makes me want to watch One Punch Man again, which I did. It, it's weird, right? Because it's this trailer funny.
0: is good if you know
2: <laughs> you One Punch it? Man, right? Oh no, I didn't finish it. Oh, God, do I have to finish it now? What yes.
0: Do you mean? Did you watch
1: the
2: first season? Like, what you... I I almost got through the first. Se- I, I okay, got like four or so five episodes in. We we I watched it. This I watched amazing. it for like three hours of my life.
0: Almost. Those... I saw
2: the first episode twice.
0: Being the key word. The operative word.
2: Almost. So, the, well, the problem with One Punch Man is that, like, as great as the the gags and the gimmick is, every <laughs> episode kind of turned into the same thing, which is what the it was same parody this of. game, then. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I don't know how much I'd uh, like it long term, but it looks like a lot of fun to giggle over for your well, first couple sessions. Which is
0: weird, because this trailer, right, if you didn't know anything <laughs> about One Punch Man, you'd watch and you'd be like... What the fuck is this, right? It is what it's described, though. He's a it, man who just beats bad guys with one punch. It is, but it doesn't describe what is easily the best mechanic for this game. Like, how do you design a game around a man or a man character who finishes fights in one punch?
1: Well, the same way they do the show.
0: Yeah, you have him turn up late to the fight, <laughs> so you can play as two or three characters and you have two if you choose Saitama to be on your team Saitama being the one punch man and he you, he's not immediately in the fight so when you go into the fight if you've chosen Saitama to be on your team he turns up late and there is like a two minute timer with which he's running to your battle so you're fighting with the other characters now the game is really smart in that if you do combos and stuff It speeds up the time and rewards you for doing combos by bringing Saitama faster. And then as soon as Saitama (laughs) turns up, you can finish the fight in one punch. That's really cute. (laughs) Which is so funny. And such a smart way of doing it. I really, really like gimmicks like that. I like the whole package. Like the idea of, oh no, we've been licensed to make a game about one punch man. How the fuck do we do this? Ah, Let's think of a really elegant and smart solution about this.
1: And if both players successfully summon one punch man at the same time, they <laughs> fight each other. And then it becomes dive kick. And then
2: and Oh shit, really? It's just like the first Saitama the to first land Saitama a punch Saitama. wins.
1: No, yeah, the no, f- no. They they get they take damage and once one takes the um like runs out, he just like leaves. Like, oh I forgot <laughs> something or something like that. And he just leaves.
2: He doesn't die or fall. He just, just walks away. It's produce day at the, at the grocery he store. Needs to <laughs> to he needs to buy Leeks. He needs to buy that
0: Negi. Fight mosquitoes. And uh, do like a thousand press-ups or whatever the hell he did. <laughs> his his average ordinary strength training routine. <laughs> oh, man. What a interesting game. It's a shame it's not a 2D fighter and is like a 3D yeah. Dragon Ball Z Budokai. Well, I nonsense. like that. it. it It's part of the parody.
2: When I first saw the trailer, I was like, oh, come on. They basically just made something that looks exactly like other
0: fighting games. Ah! whoa, never mind. Funny gimmicks. Love it. But in the long term, it's not going to be great. Because games like that never play well. And they're never fun. (laughs) I mean, I
2: I, I feel you there. But I'm sure that (laughs) I will have fun playing a session or two. Yeah, but the
0: Naruto games were not fighting games, were they? They were like Ninja Storm. It was more like a... Was it a fighting game? Oh, God, I'm not getting into this contest I mean, again.
1: It's the same it's the same as uh, Smash. Was it a fighting game? Yeah, it was a
0: fighting game. Excuse me. Don't <laughs> even oh, try and sneak oh, that under your breath. Boy. Oh, no. I would argue that Smash is more of a fighting game than Ninja uh, Naruto Ninja Storm was, but I don't really, really know.
1: Let me see. Ninja Storm.
0: Like, running around in a 3D arena, kind of like a brawler to me. But then again, people just kind of criticize what I say about genres. It doesn't if,
2: matter. It yeah, does matter to me. If your primary activity is what the genre is called, then how does that not make sense? Like, you're, I, you're looking at it from a perspective that just seems so limiting. There's so many different ways you can depict a fight in a video game than by traditional fighting game rules. Exactly. Like, what about, what about boxing games? Them Do those count games. because they don't have HP meters and instead you try to, like, beat them to exhaustion instead of beat their HP
0: meter to zero? What about a rhythm game where you press buttons to input punches? Would that be a fighting what game would be a rhythm a game? los
2: dos?
0: I mean, yeah. What about I, a car fighting game? I don't like this conversation.
2: would you download a car fighting game (laughs) would you download a car fighting game Uh, totally totally by
1: Gran turismo
2: fighter yeah man uh so next up on happy news um the resident evil 3 remake has started releasing materials and by started i mean (laughs) two days ago we just got a huge dump of like an hour of gameplay footage, a ton of screenshots and concept art, and the promise of a demo coming soon. Woo! At first glance, looks a lot like they plugged RE3's characters and story into the RE2 engine from last year, but there's some new moves they're giving you. Apparently you have a dodge roll that activates bullet time, so maybe we're going to be playing a more action-type game than a survival-type game. The cycle may continue... For some reason the RE2 remake just seemed a little uh, too slow and steady and oppressive for for dodge roll bullet time and moves but but here in uh, this game informer gameplay you can watch Jill hammer them out just a, a few minutes into the video. The previews were very very positive, which is exciting. Yeah. A yeah.
0: lot of them were saying that this has the potential to surpass 2. And that is very exciting, considering how much all three of us loved Resident Evil Two. The
2: Raccoon City segments in this one actually look more open-endedy. Like, remember how awkward they were in RE Two? It was like a tunnel that looked like a city street, very, very old in that way. Yeah. And here it looks like all a lot more branches are open up to you, and uh, yeah. that, that'll that'll be neat to feel. Yeah, it's like it's, a whole uh, street, a whole subway. It's nice. And the, the the engine looks beautiful.
0: Yeah, watching the uh the previews a little bit and hearing them say that Nemesis is even more stressful than Mr. X no, kind no. of made me a little nervous. Yeah, don't want eh. that.
1: I'll watch you guys play.
2: mm
0: mm-hmm. Mhm. Yep. Eh. Eh. I kind of
2: I kind of enjoyed the the two moments in the RE2 remake where I got stuck dealing with Mister X. It made it made him it made him scarier. Oh. I I didn't didn't lose too much time on him, but just enough to make him uh, that much more terrifying. His fat ass keeps porting around. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay, this shit's broken.
2: Well, what do you? Is it you like uh, you plan a route in the opposite direction of whatever he's chasing you, and that forces you into a lot of uncomfortable decisions. You you have to go slow too, like you really have to pace yourself, or your uh, running footsteps will wake him up. But I remember um, really enjoying how how it felt like I had to take a longer, inconvenient route because of because of him. It, it probably got me to. Clear more areas of the game than I would have otherwise. Anyways, uh next up on the the happy news, um StarCraft Ghost has a build that has appeared online. If you guys remember Starcraft Ghost, uh, I'm sure you do in in the the canology, the, the
0: the what's this the is term, like the
2: pantheon of famous cancelled games. Right?
0: This is a long yeah. time ago.
2: Yeah. So there, there's no harm, I'm gonna argue, in leaking it now. I uh, I highly doubt anyone at Blizzard feels like they've they've lost millions of dollars of a lucrative project from from this. What has been leaked is a dev build that someone I think got from a, a handed down trashed dev kit. I mean, the video has
0: already been removed. So,
2: um, let's see. I gave you guys a link to a Twitch clip.
0: Yeah, it's the
2: YouTube video has been removed. The Twitch clip yeah okay there's a youtube video of a 720 feed this is the good one you can really get an idea for what the game would have been like from this 720 video and it's uh looks like a third person shooter with very lightweight snappy animations and a level design that has flat linear tunnels her uh her, her feet don't really exactly track well to to curved surfaces on the ground and such, and the level design kind of kind of has you shooting little little zergling aliens that, that rush you in straight lines. It doesn't look that interesting. I can I mean, kind of see like why like PS two wanna... g- Xbox generic well, you know, if... third
0: person shooter.
2: If Blizzard made a generic Xbox, PS2 era third-person shooter, they'd at least want it to be like super duper polished and and appeal to uh,
0: yeah. But this this do was that Blizzard like thing where it very early has... development, right? This was not.
2: I don't know the build we're looking at, but it was in. I remember reading news about this thing like for three years on. They they really wanted to get it out, but never ultimately did.
0: Yeah, I mean, you can tell from the footage it got quite far, but I mean. Until you know what it the still finished looks, build like, looks like
2: like yeah. like her butt is the most completed feature <laughs> <laughs> uh, the gunplay animations are rough whoever's playing seems to have a really hard time with the analog sensitivity and, and yeah in terms juke. of <laughs> level I I, I, I I actually had a friend send me a link to this build and I was like <gasps> but then when I saw that you needed an original Xbox I was thinking who the hell has an original Xbox for this you I don't. Oh. I thought maybe no. you did
0: for some weird Morrowind reasons or something.
2: <laughs> I, I Ooh, have only Morrowind. played Morrowind on PC. Whenever I build a new PC, Morrowind is the first thing I
0: stress tested with.
2: <laughs> I hate you. Am I you. the <laughs> only one that liked Oblivion that much? Because I really loved Oblivion. I liked Oblivion. I didn't love it, but I liked it. I'm very, very well aware of its flaws, but I... I but had Morrowind. good times with that. I, Morrowind I did like way better. And Skyrim I did like better than Oblivion too. What? But I still liked Oblivion. Everyone talks
1: about Morrowind and and Skyrim, but no one talks about Oblivion. What is wrong with
2: you people? Oblivion had ugly potato people. Um, <laughs> a, a, a kind of genericized Shrek, Lord of the Rings, fellowship, visual design that, that didn't appeal to gamers... I think the thing that I have always had the hardest time with Oblivion is the combat. I think I might have accidentally said more but Oblivion's combat is so bizarre to look at. Like, uh, the the swords don't...
1: It's the same combat. Boring ass click, swing your sword and shoot fire out of your hands. It's the same thing as
2: Skyrim. But Oblivion's is especially floaty and lightweight and not visceral feeling like uh, Skyrim has uh, like Oblivion doesn't have that sense of distance between your, your first person melee weapon and, and whatever it's connecting with I remember really liking Oblivion as, 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 as a teenager but then when I went back and, and replayed as an adult I just couldn't help but laugh at some sword fights where you're gently painting a stroke in front of the air of the other guy and the two of you just kind of grunt at each other and you hear the swords clang and clash, but you don't see them clang and clash. I'm waving my my hands around as if I am painting a a, 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 a kanji stroke, because that's what it looks like you're doing with your sword in Oblivion. I,
1: I, I'm i literally watching Morrowind gameplay where you're swinging a sword at an enemy,
2: and they're not wow. even reacting properly. Yeah, Morrowind's combat is way worse, actually. It's the worst of, of
0: all the games. I so. am so sorry I built this up. <laughs>
2: mm. <laughs> But it's still a better game. Anyways, we have one bit of sad news now. The sad news is that the coronavirus is happening. And it is canceling the GDC appearances and PAX East appearances of some major players in the video game industry. Um, Like, Electronic Freaking Arts is not coming to GDC. Uh, Sony PlayStation is not coming to PAX East. Koji Pro is not coming to GDC and neither is Facebook I would actually like to get a tab up of the GDC schedule this year and see what Kojima was supposed to be doing but... He was
0: giving a talk on the design philosophy of uh, Death Stranding uh, no I had it well, down in my tracker
2: to go watch well, it. I absolutely would have watched that on the vault
0: I'm sure so... it'll happen again um, it's intriguing, right? As somebody who is preparing to go to GDC and is coming from an Asian country, it's like doubly as worrying. One, mm-hmm. oh, am I actually going to get to go anyway? Because mm. are the US just going to ban flights coming out of Japan you, you and should Korea?
2: Totally f- freaking wear the mask at least for the plane. Oh, absolutely! If not in the I crowd. Mean,
0: Japan has told me enough about, you know, taking antibacterial gel with me and also wearing a mask. But I think the main thing is what you've got to realize and what a lot of people I think are overblowing a little bit about this is if you're a big company like EA and PlayStation who are sending like, let's say, 50 to like 100 people to demo booths and to do meetings and stuff like that on work time. and But one of them gets some sort of infection or something happens, the ability to sue is very high. So I think a lot of this is condensing their losses about what they would get out of this, out of events like PAX East and also GDC, measuring it against, oh, if one of our employees gets coronavirus on our work time, And our our responsibility on a work trip, how much, how damaging is that going to be to us? If, if we assigned
2: our, our game developers to work in a war zone, how liable
0: are we for, for injury? (laughs) Yes, exactly, right? That, that sort of feeling, I think. Uh, The, the Koji one uh, is intriguing.
2: Well, one, one thing is, is Coach Pro, you know, he's, he's, Kojima is is a
0: high high value uh, v- VIP, right? Yeah, but it's up to and, him, right? It's up to him how he feels, and he obviously is worried about it.
2: Well, don't they like not allow Miyamoto to drive himself to work? Oh yeah, like, Nintendo, like don't they have some kind yeah. of hyper professional chauffeur? Like they don't even let him ride a bike? Yeah, like they really don't want anything to happen to these guys.
0: He's not he's not allowed to ride a bike anymore. <laughs> I, I I don't
2: know. I mean, I'm sure it's great being being Shigeru Miyamoto on most days, but on some days, I I bet you just want to go to work by yourself and not have to deal with some bullshit I'm sure he does have to deal with.
0: Um, I did ask a couple of uh, Nintendo employees. I asked Aya, the Animal Crossing director, because she's doing a talk about Animal Crossing. And I was like, oh, are they going to still send you over? And she was like, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what's happening. So I assume Nintendo might also be in the same situation, but I don't know. People are flying every day. There are people right now who are flying from Japan to the States and states to Japan. And by the time people listen to this, the same thing will be happening. The coronavirus, of course, is a very serious situation. So GDC is two and a half weeks. So who knows?
2: It, 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 we, we do know now that it is indeed a little more lethal than
0: the flu. It is. And it's going to get worse before it gets better. And we need to take precautions. But is this kind of thing what we should be doing? I don't know. Will GDC just hands. cancel the event? I don't know.
2: Wash your hands, wear a mask, and I'm sure you'll be fine.
0: Especially wash your hands. And also, when you cough and stuff like that, for goodness sakes, please don't do it into your hands. Do it into a tissue or into your like sleeve of your elbow. Do mm. into
1: someone
2: else's clothes. I wonder so nice. if you also shouldn't bang anyone like uh you know because there's a two week incubation period you know you you don't you don't know <laughs> well, I mean you know not that you would anyway, not that any of us are getting laid, <laughs> so speaking of nerds, we're going to be doing some listener questions now, <laughs> speaking of people not getting laid. Leonard K has a really good one. But actually before, before that, let me let me plug the, the email address. It's uh, dadandsonspodcastgmail.com. gmail.com.
0: If you're not getting laid and want to spend your time better sending an email to a podcast, you can do it at
2: Dad and Sons Podcast at gmail.com. No flex, no chill.
0: All complaints directed to Matt at dad <laughs> So um Leonard K.
2: Uh, was talking about the Platinum Games Wonderful 101 Kickstarter. They say, I saw this GIF a while back showing the devs at Platinum Games excited at the progress, and I found it so weird to see these devs in reality anticipating the results of something they put out in the world. It's making me think about the distance developers had from people who play their games and how much that distance has closed in recent years. With the rise of developer-run discords and kickstarters, what do you guys think about the decreasing distance between fans of games and those who make it? Scary. Good. Cool. Cool. But also can be bad. I, I see it as just like scary, exciting product of our new era. Last week we were talking about how easy or difficult it is to separate art from its creator. And like me and Liam went on this long tangent about how we felt like our minds kind of changed over the past decade on that. And one of the reasons I think is because these social media platforms exist now to where it's so much easier for a creator to spread a negative influence with that closer connection than, than having more distance because media technology has not turned into giant social media websites that everyone has a profile and talks on, including celebrities before, before then, if you wanted to get homophobic quotes from, uh, the, the Ender's game author, for example, you'd have to set up an interview or they'd have to write an article and release it as a letter to a editor in a paper or, or self publish it. But, but pressing a button and type in a few words is a totally different situation in terms of how much, uh, a problematic creator can turn into a a rock star, a punk rock, like, rebellious hero for the kids, you know? You know that dynamic?
0: Yeah, and it's a case of, well, don't meet your heroes sometimes. You talk to somebody who you really respect, and then they call you out or talk shit about something on social media. And then that's totally
2: happened yeah, to, it happens. you know, to... Notch.
0: Yeah, exactly. Notch is, like, the biggest example of this, right? Um, but social media has changed everything. Everybody is reachable. You can literally tweet to your favorite game designer, artist, metal musician, YouTuber George Weedman. You can you can ha- you can say anything. You can say hey I love your stuff blah 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 blah. You can also say I fucking hate you. You why are you here? You you shit at your job. You waste it. and it is it is weird and especially in games because games i find the most surreal experience like maybe even youtubers feel this as well like you're just doing your job like you're going to work and you're at this studio or you're doing like like you're nine to five usually games is like nine to nine but somebody who maybe you're let's say i don't know uh you're somebody who works for Square Enix, right? And you're working on Final Fantasy or something, but you're just a, a normal guy or a normal woman or a normal person. And somebody somebody hates Final Fantasy and is like, get, find your profile on Twitter and you're just a normal person. And then they're like, fuck you, I hate you. And you're like, oh, what? It just went to work today. It is interesting.
2: It's great. I I oh. think that over time like we we'll, 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 we will see it as a net positive, but right now while while growing pains are kicking in and and a lot of grown-ass mature adults don't know how to use social media well, myself included. Um well, we'll, we'll, we'll eventually figure it out, I'm sure. Things Yeah, I'm sure. things the get worse and have. then they get better <laughs> and then they get
0: worse. Again. Like the coronavirus, social media <laughs> will change.
2: John C asks, "Where was Liam on the Japan trip in 2017?" In Okayama. I believe we've early. told this Liam. story.
0: Yeah, George I Reilly was missing
2: and I came later, so he was. We in got the drunk. Footage. And I vomited my orange juice out and it was very acidic and it burnt.
0: Yeah, me and George got very, very drunk and then were incredibly hungover in a McDonald's. the
2: We navigated home from oh a dance God. club while never, using a compass with a map.
0: I will never live that now. I still, well, to this I, day, cannot believe how a man who has never been to Japan, never been to Osaka drunkenly managed to make his way back and guide me to a capsule hotel using a compass because
2: i i don't remember if it was that we had no service or no
0: cell phone batteries but for some reason i had no battery and you had no service but i did have a compass in my pocket because i'm normal and i thought it was a joke you
2: were like oh (laughs) don't
0: worry I have my compass. The sun hadn't risen yet. We didn't know which way was east. And I was going, I just kept saying to him, we will never find this. It is a joke. You have a compass. And yet God. we found it within 20 minutes. I, I was am amazed. am so,
2: so glad that when I did that bike trip, it was without a smartphone. Because I do feel like that developed a I still, sense of direction in me that I did not have before. I st- like I leveled up my sense of direction.
0: <laughs> I still can't believe you did that. This is a defining moment in our relationship, George. My trust in you was solidified in that moment. That's... I'll follow you to the ends of the earth, my compass-wielding commander. Okay.
2: Steve, Brett, <laughs> Brett S says: For everyone but George, what have you guys been listening to? Obviously, Liam has just been enjoying the sweet sound of work ambience, but hopefully, some jams have been in there somewhere. As the more musically invested of the two, I was wondering what Matt thought about hip-hop and rap rap recently, particularly from Tyler, the creator, Azep Rock. I probably said that wrong. Yeah, you got
1: it. Holy shit, I did. I listen to a variety of things. Um, So I'm pulling up my Spotify here. You know, I have grown accustomed to... You know every you know I have a a few uh, bit of like hype tracks you know the 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 pop garbage you know yeah the, you know when you're in a gym you like to pop mm. iron too you know you, love you garbage your, you go on Spotify and you put on the rap caviar and then you're, you're jamming you know you got your your young thug and um and your uh, ybn and all that and of course the baby. You know, just kind of pushing out some sets. Um, But, like, for people that I actually like listening to, I would say, like, Gold Link. You know, Gold Link. There's a little bit of Gold Link in there. Let's see what else I got in here. Chance, like, in certain songs, like Child's Play, I have on here. Of course, Drake, because I'm a sucker for that. uh,
0: I've been listening to a lot of Travis Scott.
1: Travis Scott? Yeah. Travis Scott is pretty good too. Yeah. It's,
0: there's some really good tracks by Travis Scott.
1: I don't listen to albums anymore.
0: I listen to No, like, me neither. I just listen to songs. We talked about playlists this before, right? Yeah, huh. yeah. We talked about this, right? Playlists is like randomly generated playlists based on algorithms, based on what you've listened to, is like the way forward.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, the box, Stormzy. I've
0: been listening to a lot of Stormzy. Matt, have you heard Stormzy before?
1: Stormzy, no.
0: He's like a grime artist from the UK. Think you'd really, really enjoy that. Stormzy,
1: gonna go ahead and follow that because UK rappers are, <laughs> are good. All right. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> um, but as far as like everything in general, I'll, um, of course back then I was, I'm still listening to a couple of rock bands that I haven't listened to in a while. But, you know, I got some, like, Leon Bridges. I got some, um, some Steve Lacey, some phony people in there. Um, is that the band name or are yeah, you these are are describing them? These are, these are oh. band names.
2: Oh, okay. <laughs> I thought you were just laying some, some shit down. Some still woozy, if you like that nice, uh,
1: jazziness to it. Um, you know, um, Louis Armstrong is always in there. Some Lucas Graham. When you love someone, that's a good one. Yeah, I mean, Tame and Paula, of course. They're just like um, I I always fall back uh for a I always fall back to a very like nice mellow playlist. You know, I go hype sometimes depending on the move or the mood or um, what I'm doing or if I'm in the car for a long time, but always like, like to go back to like a chill vibe. But yeah.
0: That's but, the uh, thing is like, I think it's, you know, it's the same. I have like just artists. I'll always go back to all the time to listen to very comfort, new jobbies and stuff like that. Even like a lot of chip tune artists, comfort Comfort artists that I really enjoy, but I always listen to like Release Radar on Spotify and artists I really like the new tracks they're coming out with. Uh, there's a new song by Kyle that I really like. Yeah, uh, Kyle
1: is good. I like. Kyle. I'm
0: actually surprised I care not at all for One Direction. I know nothing about them, but I listened to Harry Styles' new album and I was pleasantly surprised by how pretty good that was. Yeah, the song "Adore You" is really really good. So I was surprised. Yeah, this is a lot of good music happening right now. Yeah. Um, Inner Bloom by right,
1: Rufus the Soul. That's something different that I've listened to recently. Man, there's a lot of stuff I can go on here. I have like thousands of songs on my yeah. Spotify. But yeah. Songs about Jane. Favorite album. Go listen to that. Acoustic version. Back then when Maroon 5 was good.
0: Guys, every word we just said, George. D- d- did not understand. I have had
2: a problem with Spotify where it keeps playing the same songs I've heard a jillion times
0: before. Oh, I thought I thought you were gonna say it literally just plays the same song over and over again. You just had I like can't... repeat toggle <laughs> or something. Cool. I can't even do Spotify right.
2: I've been listening to You Spin Me Right Round, Baby Right Round by by Dead or Alive for, like, the past week. And now that's just on the homepage. I I took a walk to the office for, like, two days while listening to that. And now it's on the homepage all the time and keeps coming up in the rotation. And I'm, like, I've had my fill. I'm good. I'm ready. I have that song memorized right now, okay? Spotify, you can... You can move me on right? I Am I really that so bad that I can't even do Spotify right? Am, am I that bad at music? At just listening to music?
0: Oh god. Oh.
1: Maybe, maybe you listen to it too much and it keeps putting it I guess.
2: Um, because my taste is so shitty that everyone else would get tired just, of it after just, enough, just, but not okay. me.
1: Okay, so what do you do? Is go to the search and search for genres. Like, <laughs> jazz, jazz, jazz. Right, right. I'll, rap, I'll type rap. in
2: energetic '80s and it'll play me. You spin me right round by dead or alive. Or I'll type in like workout music and it'll play. You spin me right round by dead or alive. Uh-oh. <laughs> you play-
0: did you play it that
2: much? But it just auto-corrects. You spin it keeps win. coming up. It keeps coming up.
0: Maybe it's just realized it's just- that at this point, George, there's no helping you
2: no, no helping. <laughs> there is no
0: new music you're gonna like. And... I've
2: never manually typed it in, but I have not heard any video game music. Wait, no, that's not true. I listened to the Halo soundtrack one day.
0: And it never played the Halo
2: music again. Oh, I wouldn't mind walking to work with yeah, with that in the background of my
0: my you adventure. Me, baby. <laughs> <Wrong>.
2: <laughs> <sighs> so we gotta we gotta wrap up and We'll technically talk about sonic but so far as the listeners know we gotta wrap up
0: yes what a great conversation you guys had i'm I'm really really happy with
2: how we did complete the sonic talk by now and shared our very interesting thoughts that we we, we know of each other I think now we go back to sleep right go, yeah sleep. Oh,
0: okay yeah all right well, see you guys you spin me right round Georgie right round like a record player Georgie right round